Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Resident Evil Retrospective Podcast. My name is Ghouls Gill, and I am joined by Ben Roysident Evil Turner, because we are here today to help you, guide you through the world of Resident Evil, tell you why we love this amazing franchise, its ups, its downs, its very middling sections that kind of happen around five and six, because we absolutely love this franchise. And we thought, what better way now that we're shaking up the podcast section for What Culture Gaming than to kill it, resurrect it, just like this title itself, and bring to you all of the things that make it so utterly bloody special. Ben Roy, how are you today? Stars? <laughs> Indeed. Honestly, Nemesis might well be one of the main reasons why I absolutely love this franchise. And that is actually the subject of today's mini intro podcast. What we're going to be doing today is telling you why we love this franchise so much. Because let's face it, some of the things that make this so special, they're not good things. I mean, the rest of the no. evil one, for example, has some of the worst voice acting I've ever heard. And yet it is so enduring that I love it. I mean, I- What's, what is a defining moment for Resident Evil for you? I need there to be some zombies or for, zombie-like enemy, and I need yeah. to be uh, on one edge, like on edge a bit, because I always remember the first Resident Evil game is as dopey as it is now. I was terrified of that those nicely lit corridors that you go into. <laughs> like actually, that's fine. That dog comes out. I pressed the pause button, didn't come back for ages. I remember my actual first time playing a Resident Evil game. Probably should say this for next week, but whatever. It was Resident Evil One. And I go to shoot. I was like, why can't I shoot? Because I wasn't used to the fact that you had to hold one button down. Yeah, the old number to fire. But um, for me, it's got to have some sort of weird, like, hokey schlocky moment. And I've got to have some decent monsters in it. Oh, I mean, totally. Like, the whole point of Resident Evil is is that it's like uh, the B-movie horror vibe that you never realized you wanted. And, like... When Resident Evil 1 came out, it was, like, revolutionary. Like, Mm. I had never seen anything look as good because the reason they chose to go for the fixed camera angles is because then they could put more detail into their backgrounds. And it was, like, as a kid, I'd not seen anything look as good as that. I mean, looking at it now, looking at, like, the five blocks that make up Chris Redfield, I'm a bit like, yeah, maybe they could have smoothed a few edges here. But it's just, it's such an enduring franchise. And they're so clever about it. Uh, I mean, also corporate money and, you know, we like money, but to remake the games that don't really fit anymore, like they were made in a different time. There wasn't that grand like perspective of going forward. So like um, 
famously they didn't want to do a lot of the creators didn't want to do a second one and this is it we go from here and we make something new but capcom were like <laughs> money <laughs> and then they went from there i like how they've gone and remade some of them now and they just they'll fit into this casey i don't know about you but i reboots are fine but if you reboot something then i ultimately lose interest in it like things like this like resident evil the reason why i love it so much is because this is like a coherent car- canon almost and we've got some uh, almost, games yeah, for like 20 for, for most of my life and also yeah. when the when these games first hit zombies weren't really a thing like people forget like zombies exploded again in the um early 2000s for like 28 days later and uh dawn the dead uh, as yeah. Schneider's version version but in that sort of in the 90s and like towards the end of the 80s like zombies almost fell off and just died well, and we, i was they, thirsty as a kid for these ghouls th- i mean they had this thing where like in the cinematic uh world we had obviously george a. romero's day uh, dawn of the dead night of the living dead yeah. um, day of the dead and basically it entered into that pastiche of towards the end of the 80s where people had kind of seen it all done it all and they weren't sure how to evolve it but like you say there was like a little lull in the uh in the entire thing and then boom we got hit back with that uh dawn of the dead remake obviously Shaun of the dead came out and popularized it even further then there was an explosion everyone wanted to have zombies in everything much to the detriment of many markets but resident evil somehow continued all the way through because it first game launched in like uh, 1996 was it first one six six five six something like that i can't remember off the top of my head and then so obviously from that point on people were just like oh my god there's something really special about this and i think it's because of the fact that it encapsulated that perfect balance between sort of campy cheesy and genuine horror i mean it's a real it's it's a strange word to say that uh, the first resident evil game was a masterpiece because in terms of the development it probably wasn't like it, it had like a ton of limitations but it was those limitations that made it so good and we will detail that when we talk about resident evil one but just and also it's set if you look back at that first game it's still set the precedence today like you have somewhere where they have to go into and it's got monsters or zombies and eventually mm. we have to solve it by blowing that thing up and then it always ends the sort of same way which is i don't really mind either i mean sure like you go to like a game like resident evil 4 you don't blow yeah. the village up but you blow that island up at the end because that island is horrible yeah and you always get through there's always a big blurt thing at the end sort of thing so it's always kind of like kept that same dna which i love as well and it's just it's like the primordial ooze like the pit of where capcom crawls out with their zombies and i just love it well, what you uh, you hit on quite an interesting point in that in many ways what we're doing is playing the same game over and over. I'm actually doing a, a list at the time of uh, recording this, which is on video games that are essentially the same thing. And it's got like you know Dynasty Warriors and other things like that, and where you're basically just playing the same narrative. When you look at Resident Evil, even though it changes the uh, the who you're facing and technically what you're facing, like you say, it always hits those cinematic tropes of just going, "Here's the introduction of the big bad. Here's the point where the hero loses a bit and then has to." Yeah. Uh, like struggle back and it always ends with the explosion scene and yet for a series that does these same things hitting the same markers again and again it has proved to be so entertaining because i think it's because it calls to us deep down of like a love of the disgusting body horror that games like silent hill never gave us this was effectively the hard counter to a game like silent hill which moved into like psychological horror this was body horror this was like the fly versus the shining sort of thing we did get some i can never remember their name but there's like they had like they look like drumsticks for arms and they had snouts in in silent hill 3. they oh, ruined uh, the, 
they ruin my life. They're, they're like they're like meant to be a critique of um of people consumerism holding two shopping bags. Yeah, and then there was that thing where the one monster was shagging another, but we we skipped that for the Silent Hill <laughs> retrospective. Yeah, when we did Silent Hill stuff, we'll cover all of that. But with Resident mean, Evil, it's um they might yeah you see they managed to do the same thing over again, but really flesh out and. Have you ever looked at these games? They're kind of like comics where the characters don't necessarily even die. Like every now and then you'll get someone like who will die in a game like Stevie Burnside or Wesker gets killed off because someone behind the scenes wants him dead in a volcano with dead? rockets. Or is he dead? I mean, when I did the my Wesker video recently, it's like, well, you could just have a bit of his arm on the side of the volcano. Someone could get that and then shove him inside Jake Wesker. <laughs> well, you mean you mean just like um, revolver ocelots, uh, like yeah, snake's head, or like thing from the Adams family just crawling away at the end. I'll get, I'll get you, Leon. <laughs> well, well, his sister ended up putting her her consciousness into a little girl. So if she can do that, oh, yeah. I- there's there's a lot of questionable stuff like that. I mean, when it comes to the actual science behind Resident Evil, it is pure MacGuffin. Like, yeah, I I love that they take it. Like, this is what I have. Uh, one of sorry, another fan, another favorite franchise of mine is uh, Capcom's Dead Rising because it has a yes. complete tonal imbalance of comedy and horror, and I find that that is very present in the Resident Evil franchise because you'll have serious moments like you know a city being absolutely devastated by a ton of zombies, a plague being spread by the rats in the sewer system, which clearly somebody's thought of as a way to like explain how it got out of the mansion. And then you'll have the lines like the Jill sandwich thing. Then you'll have the over-the-top action sequences. Then you'll have like Nikolai from um, uh, the new Resident Evil 3 remake, who is so over-the-top as a bad guy that he chews all the scenery that I'm surprised that if you Love don't it, look yeah. enough, you'll see bite marks in it. It's that <laughs> balance between it that just makes it so special. And don't forget the giant, uh, what is it, a donut or something that rolls down you in Resident oh, Evil yeah. 3, like oh. just the cheesy, most <laughs> cheese. It, the, the best thing is, is that when you look back at it, that head that's rolling down the stairs, head, it's, yeah. Moving, yeah, it's moving so slowly and you're just kind of like, wait, why was I even afraid of this? Like, <laughs> It reminds me of, um, I don't know if you've played uh, uh, Dead Rising 2, but I, I swear Playing to God. Playing through that again right now. Right, okay, have you got to the psychopath uh, slappy yet? Uh, the guy with the big head the big on, head on. roller I, skates. I, yeah, I swear that it's the same head. It's very similar in like style, but he looks more... It looks like you've taken that head from Racking Seat, but then you've taken... Uh, it's the you cheeks, know, isn't it? What, is it Orange where they pull the eyes back? It looks like they've done oh, that. Yeah. But it looks yeah. like they've done that for him. And a funny thing, um, I'll have to show you the link that my me and my friend were fighting this boss and then he just gets launched into space so he can see this fight <laughs> from like the atmosphere and i'm struggling to beat this and all there is is wine about lol yeah. so i'm having to drink the wine for health but then my character's throwing up as i'm drinking more wine avoiding the zombies and trying to kill this boss it's a mess we won somehow but. I absolutely love the Dead Rising franchise and maybe further down the line we'll even talk about that a bit more but for now yeah. we're going to be focusing on Resident Evil and why don't we talk about one of the main enemies of the game because we touched on it before about zombies like they are a very enduring thing but I think that what makes them such a special enemy to fight in this game is because they reflect that perfect midpoint between being a human and the inhuman i mean they are everything that we know but they are also unknown at the same time like they are as close to a human as you can get but the furthest from it because they are the living dead a thing that we'll never understand maybe that's why resident evil was so successful because of the fact that pitted us against something that was very human but at the same time very inhuman 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. The the, yeah, the thing about zombies is like you can just you can it's basically go a blank slate of a human because it avoids all those issues where people go oh we're just shooting Nazis again or why are we killing these humans because they have had their soul taken away they're almost just like mm-hmm. empty shells which are you can either put a lot of depth into why they're a zombie or you can just go oh so zombie shoots it but that's I think that's why they're they're able to just reuse zombies again and again and you see like with uh, the two remake and three remake and hopefully an eight or whatever you see yeah. that uh, zombies don't get the same flack in those games as if you were to do another zombie game now they'll go oh, it's zombies in 2020 what are you doing are you actually a little bit sad that they moved away from the regular zombies and went into like the because we had the parasite hosts in resident evil 4 but then we yeah. went to like revelations and it was like the um like the the goo monster from on the ship and then we had resident evil 7 that had a goo monster again like goo seems to be the substitute for a human it seems for capcom i i don't mind it like say with revelations the 
sludgy goofings kind of fit the situation and Revelation 2 where they were just like twisted sore people. Uh, mm. I think zombies should be at the heart of it because like remember Resident Evil 6 and they're like, <laughs> the zombies are back. And yeah. those zombies were some of the worst zombies they've ever used. But They were really I, bad. <laughs> I, I think going forwards, like it's, it's weird because like you've got to try and have the example of like a zombie outbreak, but try not have it destroy the world sort of thing. So I think if they, in like an eight, Pardon me. You would have. I, I'm cool with having these werewolf things, but if we're not having magic. In, we're not going to have magic in Resident Evil. It's going to be explained in the virus. So yeah. get, over, get over your needs for magic now. Even even in Resident Evil Seven, where you could see Evelyn around, and it was just sunk in your brain, like it was just yeah. you had having visions. I think. I mean, mix it up a bit. I, I'm I'm very skeptical, but also quite excited about the Resident Evil announcements that it's going to have werewolves in. I hope that they're not the um like the full the only enemy that you will fight is in like, yeah. the main backbone of it. But it definitely has its place. Because, I mean, we were actually, uh, Ben Roy and I did a cut content list a while back on enemies that um, were cut from the main game. And there's one bit there that has a fantastic bit of lore, which is a shame that it wasn't used. And that was when we were talking about your favorite enemy, those monkeys from Resident <laughs> Evil. Um, like, because it explains in the game that um, Umbrella were experimenting on these monkeys and also some of them at the zoo or something like that for some reason. Yeah. And so they actually evolved into sort of like humanoids, but even more so like grotesque muscle, muscly ones. So if this is a case of Resident Evil 8 saying we put like a virus into a dog and the dog is turned to that rather than a human being mixed with the dog, I feel like that would work in the sense of the bioweapons they're always trying to build. I'm, I'm also looking forward to the Resident Evil 4 remake because if they redo the Ganados in a way you? where... Well, in the... In, mm. I think the Ganado is now like, it's one of the best games. It's my second favorite game behind The Last of Us. It still is to this day. But the thing is, you play... Oh, Sekiro Sekiro was your top game, wasn't it? Sekiro can go, suck my ass. But um, (laughs) I will say, (laughs) the Ganados, I played again this year, and they just move hokily. And like, yes, I know that might be part of the charm, but I think you can add a bit where Leon can slowly move when he's shooting and then get the guys to work more like actually think about what they're doing and try and flank you obviously they don't have weapon like guns but mm. i want them to be more like say if you're shooting one i want them one to be like say looking around the corner or something like that so they know that they're going to get shot but they're trying to wait for the time to pounce yeah. or something like that like that's what you won't ever get with zombies but i do love i love shooting me some zombies or doing whatever was just killing some zombies just destroying them because they're so satisfying to destroy well that's the thing with the resident evil 2 and 3 remake we actually saw some really good ai being put into them like you had the way that they uh, moved a bit more fluidly now despite obviously like succumbing to uh necrosis and stuff like that like yeah it they they like dodged some of their heads sometimes moved out of the way at like inopportune moments or they bum rushed you and i was like if we could get a little bit more evolution to that then that's probably the only way that i think the resident evil full remake could be perfected because as it stands i'm very much one of those fanboys for resident evil 4 i think that at the time it came out what it offered as a game and what it did for the franchise it is phenomenal and yes you can probably go back to it now and say like the castle section you know when you go into the lava pit when you're looking for the emblem thing that did feel a little out of place and a bit too far-fetched when you're considering some of the stuff that happens elsewhere but if they were to do a little bit of tweaks, like being able to move when shooting, put it into the RE engine that they've got that was going for Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remake, and like you say, a bit of AI, a little twist, for example. How about this for a little spice in your cake? 
Mm. What if the Ganados only ran at you or moved when they knew that Leon was out of ammo? So like when he was firing or when he was reloading, that was when they like tried to like run up to him. Little changes like that would make things so much more tense. I would rather that than them running up to you and then stopping conveniently or just the way. So yeah, can, yeah. Like, hey guy, you can shoot me now. It's so much easier. It's like it's it's funny because like I I'm always a staunch thing, uh, thing of like say. The first isn't always the best, and I don't always want to say, like, oh, this is never going to get better from here, even though, like, a Resident Evil 2, if you look at our, our ranking, like, Resident Evil 4 is still up there as the best. Resident yeah. Evil 2 original is just below Resident Evil 2 Remake because they are so good, but mm. I think there's always room for improvement. Oh, definitely. And I, and I think that that game can be tightened up in some spots, and it's going to be interesting to see, like, there's just parts of the game where you go through and there's, like, a like, sheer cliff edge. just like, well, that's not really... That doesn't really make sense in parts yeah. of Spain, sort of thing. So, what they're gonna do there, and like the giant Salazar statue, for example, like yeah, when you run so away from ridiculous. that, I can't wait to see that. But then, like, just give me more Doctor Salvador. Like, if they turn Doctor Salvador into a more of a nemesis type, where because you you already yeah. will down him and get some. You basically down him, you mug him, and he keeps coming back after you, and you continuously yeah. mug him through the game unless he cuts your head off. And also, are you excited to, for you to be in the RE engine? Because we all know that you're in Resident Evil 4 as it is. <laughs> Listen, I, I got a royalty check from that big, bold, bad boy when I was young, and I thought to myself, I don't understand this, but now looking in the mirror, I see that I'm becoming him day in, day out. I honestly think that his design is so amazing like a massive oversized muscled man in a trench coat you immediately look at him and think oh he's just going to be another tyrant like it's just a tyrant yeah. model but when you see his body split away and it become that like centipede thing that scared the living hell out of me because i was expecting it just to be oh you're just going to be another tough guy but you ended up being a guy who was so mobile moving across the ceiling and like hooking at you with your claws i was like god damn this is horrible yeah it just shows that, like not every big man is the same but i just want to like find out for you is there any other point of like all what's what's your most uh as we close up here the mm -hmm. part of resident evil you dislike the most i don't want to end on a sour note but i just want to see if there's anything from that well it's i think that uh for me one of the main sticking points for resident evil actually has already happened and it seems that capcom has learned from it but potentially might make the same mistake again and that is i am one of these people that i did enjoy five and six but I enjoyed five when only playing through with my housemate at the time. I didn't really yes. enjoy it as a standalone experience. It was a fun action game. And I didn't enjoy six because of the fact that it was an over-reliance on what I would refer to as like Devil May Cry combat, which is quite ironic considering the series' history with that franchise. And I didn't like Jake. I didn't like anything to do with that because it tried too hard to be an action movie over being a uh, like a survival horror or at least horror adjacent video game. I thought that they'd fix that with 7 because it was damn right terrifying. I thought that they'd fix that with Resident Evil 2 Remake. But when Resident Evil 3 came in and I saw that real over-reliance on the action set pieces over the build-up and just rushing from point to point to point to get to these, I was a little bit like, ooh, pacing needs to be the focus of Capcom going forward, definitely. I feel like pacing is the big issue for this series. Dad, what about you? Fair answer. Uh if I was to go right now, I'd probably say I'm so angry. I'm so angry that they cut the Gravedigger from Resident Evil 3. <laughs> My big giant worm is gone. What are they going to do when we get to Code Veronica X? Are we going to have the gulp worm gone? Are you going to take the gulp worm from me? And I am going to quit this franchise and then just sit and watch <laughs> the Resident Evil films. The Resident Evil films are back there on Blu-ray. Yes, they are. 
Because <sighs> even if the internet dies, I'm going to watch these and I'm going to have my favorite lad, Colin Salmon, here waiting oh God. for the day. Do, do, you know what's, do you know what's annoying is that we're going to actually have to watch the Resident Evil films. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to watch yes. them again so that I can actually yeah. talk to you about this. Because we are covering everything on this Resident Evil retrospective. And there's also, and there's also a film that was only released in Japan, which you can find on YouTube, which is barely watchable, which I watched for a list, which also we have to get you to watch as well. Oh, brilliant. I, I honestly cannot wait. Uh, normally, because this would be a podcast that we don't film, you wouldn't be able to see my eye roll, but it was there for the world <laughs> to see just then. But yeah, we will be covering everything in the Resident Evil fan franchise so that we can give you, the fans, what you love about this and why we love this franchise. From the bosses to the character design to like even the music, we're going to go through every single bit in detail to try and explain well, Resident Evil is a franchise that just needs love from everyone. So next week, we'll be kicking things off properly with the only game that can really start this, Resident Evil 1. We're going to be detailing all of the way that it was developed, all of our highs and lows, those amazing voice lines, and of course, the introduction to the best Resident Evil villain ever, Albert Wesker. But until then... You can go follow us if you want to chat to us further about all things to do with Resident Evil on RetroJ with a zero over on Twitter for myself. And you can follow Benroy at... At Benroy Turner. You are damn right you can. But until then, stay safe. And remember, stars. See you in a bit. Stars. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.